single parenting, racial biases, wayward children, and God's faithfulness through it all. These are just a few of the topics I discuss with our guest on the show today. Welcome to episode 42 of Redeeming the Chaos. I'm your host, Laurie Christine. This is the podcast for moms who may feel a bit frazzled and overwhelmed by the responsibility of raising boys. If you want your boys to grow up to be strong, courageous young men who are fully committed to following Jesus, this is the show for you. I know that I can't do this alone. I desperately need God to give me strength every step of this journey. But guess what? I also need you. I would love for you to join me on this wild, wonderful, chaotic adventure of raising courageous boys and connecting their hearts to Christ. We have a special guest on the show today. Sharon Norris Elliott is a mom of two adult boys. She also holds the titles of author, speaker, Bible teacher, editor, consultant, licensed minister, and literary agent. Her passion is challenging women to live significantly. Her 13th book and third parenting book is due to launch from Elk Lake Publishers in early 2022. And the book is called Didn't See That Coming, When How They're Living Is Not How You Raise Them. Here is my interview with Sharon Norris Elliott. Well, hi, Sharon. Thank you so much for joining us on Redeeming the Chaos today. Hi, Lori. (laughs) Thank you for having me. You bet. I'm so excited to chat with you today. So we are talking about raising boys. That's what we do on this show. We talk a lot about boys and raising boys, raising Christian boys. And I know that you have some experience with that. So just tell us a little bit about your background, your family, some of your experience with, with raising boys. Okay, well, I have two amazing men now. They are in their 30s. Oh my goodness, I don't even wow. know how that's possible. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was a just a wonderful, wonderful time having having these boys. I did want a girl. It's not that I didn't want my boys. I did want a girl, but I uh, now know that God wanted me to raise men, and so. That's what he gave me. I have Matthew and Mark. Don't ask the question. (laughs) (laughs) Were you waiting for a Luke and a John? Exactly. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, these guys um, just were and are just the pride of my life, the, the joy. They didn't give me a lick of trouble as they grew up. Of course, we were in church and, um, I went through a divorce from their dad Mm. and that was a tough time uh, for me and I'm sure it was for them, but they did not show that. I mean, we Mm. made it and we had a lot of different trials. I mean, I did. I did not share with my little boys my adult issues. Sure. Right. And so they were just with me and each move we had to make or whatever, God stayed consistent, church stayed consistent, school stayed consistent. I was consistent with them and we just made it. And so they have grown up to be amazing people. 
that is such a testimony to God's grace in your life and your boys' lives. Oh my just, goodness. Just how they have grown up to be godly young men and and just the strength that they saw in you, I'm sure, going through. They probably didn't realize it at the time, but I'm sure looking back, they're probably like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Mom really went through a lot. And but it's also a testimony for moms, mm-hmm. moms listening, if you are a single mom or if you are a divorced mom, if you maybe your husband isn't present in raising your boys, it's just a testimony to the power that a mom can have in her boys' lives. Oh, absolutely. Now, I do. I am not a proponent of the point of view that boys or little girls either, but or that kids don't need a dad. Oh, absolutely. A man in their life. It is. I cannot be their father. I mean, right. That's all. (laughs) That is just all. I did remarry. The boys were upper elementary, early middle school when I remarried, and my husband became their Mm -hmm. dad and loved them and continued raising them. So, and then I also had extended family. So all along from Mm -hmm. the time they were born, right? I had their granddads. um, I have an older brother and my sister's husband and my pastor. And I had people, I had men in their lives. That's so good. I'm so glad that you mentioned the importance of the role of men in our boys' lives. because. A lot of the the listeners to this podcast are moms. Mm-hmm. And so we are doing the best that we can in raising our boys. And so I want our moms to hear that if your husband or if your boy's father is not in the picture, it is mm-hmm. so important yeah. to get the influence and to get the, the impact of other men in their lives, yeah. whether it's a grandparent or an uncle or a scout leader or somebody. It is It is very important. And I'm so thankful right. that you took the initiative to do that and to recognize that in your Absolutely. son's lives. That's so great. Tell us, so I, I'm, I want to hear more about your book. It's called Raising Boys to Be Like Jesus. Tell us a little bit about the book. And yeah, so just, just give us a little bit of background on the book. <laughs> okay, yeah. Again, the that was the reason for this book, my wanting my boys to be men of God. And whenever I sign the book, and it is available, Raising Boys to Be Like Jesus from Judson Press. It is still available from the publisher and online. And that was really the bottom line. I mean, I wanted my boys to be like Christ. And so, yeah, I looked at the life of Jesus and took snapshots of his life and then each chapter talks about the different qualities or lessons that we can learn from what Jesus did. Yeah. Remember the bracelet? What would Jesus do? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? So what did he do? And, that's, and that was kind of the point. So all the way through the book, um, there are snapshots of Jesus's life. So for example, chapter one starts with the infant son lying in a manger. So the bottom line of that chapter is setting a foundation, right? Mm -hmm. A biblical, a godly foundation in your child's life. And then the adolescent chapter two, debating in the temple and watching how 
our children uh, grow and pouring into them the word of God so they can pour it back out. So all the different elements of Christ's life, there are 13 chapters and each one pulls out lessons and that image of Christ, what we see in his life that we can then build into our son's lives. So would you say it's like a devotional that parents would read with their kids or is it more focused on the information for the parents? This is information for the parents. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Well, I will have a link to that book in the show notes for any of you who would like to get a hold of that. Next, Sharon and I talk about what it looks like to launch our boys into adulthood. I know a lot of moms listening have younger boys. They're not quite ready to to launch them yet, but that's coming. So what can we be doing now to make sure when we get to that point that our boys are ready and that also we are ready as well? And so what we can do now is make, make it an everyday natural thing that we think about and talk about the word of God with our kids. Just like the Old Testament says, we keep it in front of us. <laughs> you know, we have it on the doorpost. I, I can't express that enough that you're not banging it over their heads, but it was never a chore to to go to church or be involved with the youth group or anything like that. Those were just the natural things of life. Their friends were friends in church as well as friends at school, but their friends from church were their, were their friends, right? They knew what was expected. What do you wish you had maybe done differently as you were launching your boys? Or do you feel like if it did go well, what was your key to success? What did you feel like you were Mm. successful at when you were launching your boys into adulthood? Mm -hmm. I would have liked to have more one-on-one talks, I think. Mm. I mean, we talked a lot, (laughs) but I think the one-on-one talks where I really asked maybe more questions Mm. because we we were open and honest with each other. But I think maybe I could have asked more questions. What what yeah. do you feel like you did well in that in that process that that we could that we could replicate? Yeah. What I think I did well <clears throat> like I said was I I had a faith in God that my boys could see. Yeah. And I had to obey God when things were tough. So for ex- <laughs> for example, I remember them wanting to go to Disneyland. And I did not have Disneyland money just period. And so they decided they were going to pray. I'm <laughs> <laughs> going to Disneyland. And I was like, "Oh boy. I had taught them to pray and I had taught them to uh, have faith in God and that God would answer prayer." And so they prayed. And I remember Mark particularly. He just was just prayed. And so when they went to bed that night and I went to my prayer closet and I said, okay, now these boys, 
have prayed, lo and behold, that very next Sunday, when we went to church, a lady walked up to us and she said, I work at Disneyland and I am able to take three people to Disneyland for free. Oh, my word. Uh, and you and your boys, I've just, the Lord just put you and your boys. On my oh, my <laughs> word. <laughs> and boy, I tell you, Mark knew about prayer, right? <laughs> that is amazing. Him. Yeah. And so when you just trust God, there's, there's things as an adult that you're thinking, oh, my goodness, <laughs> how in the world? It could be something like that or whatever it is. When you trust God, God is going to show himself uh, faithful and powerful so that your kids are going to be able to see that your faith is real, that God is real. That's so such an amazing story. I love that that Disney World story, because, of course, I'm just imagining my boys telling me this and I'm like, well, that's not really what you're supposed to pray for. But <laughs> but at the same time, God used that to teach them about prayer. And now they probably remember that. And they're like, look, God answers prayer because we saw it happen. And now they know exactly. how to pray through harder situations. Yeah. And obviously, as we grow and mature, we realize, well, you just can't just pray for Disney World, Disneyland all, exactly. every day. <laughs> But that is that is really, really awesome how God answered that prayer. So, yes. So you did mention you have a new book coming out called Didn't See That Coming When How They're Living Is Not How You Raise Them. Yes. All right. So all these things, right? Raising them to be like Jesus and then launching them. And then they get out there and not all kids. This doesn't happen to all kids. But I want your listeners to know that this happens to Christian kids regularly, okay? (laughs) That they get out on their own and then they call you and they say, Mom, will you still love me if I? Mm. Okay. That's when you sit down, (laughs) you take a deep breath and you listen and then they say they have either made a decision or they've gotten tangled up or, or whatever. There are mm. things that are just happening in their lives. And, yeah. and you've got to think, oh, my goodness, what am I going to do? And so, yes, this happened with mine. I was meeting women who they looked beautiful. And they were smiling on the outside, but their hearts were breaking for these grown kids mm. that they just didn't know what to do. Their their children were saying things to them like, I'm, I'm pregnant. I'm moving in with my boyfriend. I'm dropping out of school. I no longer believe in the, in the God you believe in. I'm gay, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And you're like, <gasps> it's like getting hit in the gut. Because you you had this whole different view of what adulthood with your kids was going to be like. Yeah. Right. And so this book takes these different scenarios and relates a story from a family who is going through it. The stories do not 
end up with. And then they stopped and it's happily mm-hmm. ever after. No, these are families actually grappling, right? Yeah. With these different issues. And what does the Bible say? Mm-hmm. So the book makes it clear. Here's what the Bible says. So here's why this is a issue, right? Yeah. For us yeah. as Christians. And then how do we care for yet confront our kids? And that section in each chapter is called care frontation. Hmm. Um, and so what can we do? And then how can we pray? That sounds like such a good resource. I know, of course, we as moms would hope and pray that we would never need that book as a resource in our lives. But we know that our children are not puppets. They are individuals that God has created. They have their own Mm -hmm. choices to make. They have their own willpower and, and they're sinful. Yes. And God allows, God allows us. I mean, we could look back at our own lives. None of us made all of the right choices. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And God allows those mistakes that we make to to shape us and to develop us into his character. And we don't know what God is doing. Right. We don't know how God is working or if he will use this situation. That's correct. To develop their character or to develop our character. Exactly. Sometimes we might not see the results that we're hoping for and praying for in our kids. But God might be using that situation to change our hearts. Exactly. Exactly. God can use any and everything. And he's not surprised. Yeah. What what advice would you give to moms now who are maybe seeing some warning signs that their kids are kind of headed in the wrong direction? What advice or encouragement could you give to moms in that situation? First of all, keep taking them to Jesus. Keep praying for them. Keep praying that God will, like you said, Lori, open your eyes to to what to not only what you're seeing, but what you are learning through what you're seeing, that God will direct your words, that God will send others because mm-hmm. we can say something to our kids or even to our husbands, right? We'll say it, eh, big deal. But let somebody else say it, and they'll come to us like it's the evening news, and we're thinking, excuse me? I've been been saying that that for years. Exactly. (laughs) So keep keep praying. The, the, The foundational scripture of that book, didn't see that coming, is the passage where the man in scripture has brought his adult son to Jesus. Well, he brought Mm -hmm. him to the disciples and the disciples were not able to heal him. And then Jesus walks up on the scene and the man turns to Jesus and says, if you can do anything, please heal my son. And instead of healing the boy right away, Jesus sends the man through an interview (laughs) He says, how long has he been this way? And the father says, since he was a youth. So we're talking about an adult child. And this father is still bringing this adult child to Mm -hmm. Jesus. 
And mm-hmm. that that is the that is the core of didn't see that coming, that we continue to take our adult children to Jesus because only Jesus can make the difference in their lives. And Jesus did heal yes, he did. that adult child. He wasn't like, oh, sorry, you had your chance when he was younger That's and right. you you blew it. You blew it. Sorry. <laughs> you listen to me. No. And yeah. Jesus healed him not because the child wanted to be healed. Hmm. The child didn't even know he needed to be healed. The child was too overcome yeah. by whatever was in his life. Right. It was because of the faith of the parent. It was because of the faith of the parent hmm. that the child was healed because the, the parent refused to go anywhere else. Hmm. That's so good. That's so good. Well, tell us uh, when and where can we get a hold of this book that's coming out? Okay. <clears throat> Didn't see that coming is slated for spring of 2022. That's all I know so far from Elk okay. Lake publishers. So I'm sure you're going to put my contact information. Authorize me.net is my website. So all your listeners can be a part of my mailing list and they'll get all the information about that book. Keep looking for it in the middle of the last edits right now. So that's pretty exciting. That is exciting. So if they go to your website and I will have links in the, in the show notes, they can sign up for your mailing list and then get a notification when that book is coming up or when it's available for pre-order or those kinds of things. Absolutely. Okay. Awesome. Well, I'll make sure that all of those links are there. Sharon, we're almost out of time, but I just want to ask one more question that I think is really important in our society right now. And it's the issue of racism. And I know it's a sensitive issue and I I know it brings up lots of feelings all over the place, but can you talk to us just briefly about what can moms be doing right now with their boys mm-hmm. to help them to grow up to be sensitive to these issues of racism and to support their friends of different races, of different colors. Mm -hmm. What are some things that moms can specifically be doing with their boys around that issue? The interesting thing is that young people have less problems with this issue than moms and dads and and we old folks. Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's true. Young people are being raised with more inclusion than ever before. And I believe that moms, moms need to lighten up about their Mm. own racial biases. We need to be real about what we've learned and start unlearning the prejudices that sometimes we don't even see. I I taught high school for most of my 35 years teaching and the last 10 years I was the only African American teacher at the school where I taught uh, the only African American teacher this school had ever had and mm-hmm. it was mostly all white some Asian very few black kids at the school and it was quite a large school and I would broach these issues with kids for example I'd say would your would your parents 
uh, be upset if you married someone mm. of a different race. Mm. And a lot of the kids said they wouldn't mind, but they know their, their parents, parents would really mind. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Well, there you go. I, yeah. what, is, what, what do you mean by that? what? What? <laughs> No. What? Why? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that kids know that. And you're absolutely right that racism is passed down. It's taught. From generation to generation. And it's taught whether intentionally or not. Mm -hmm. And I think it is important for us as adults to evaluate like, okay, what did I learn Mm -hmm. when I was younger that was just kind of this is just how things were. Right. We didn't even really think about it. And that's ingrained in our head and evaluate. Well, that's not okay. Right. And why, why do I even feel this way? And there may be, you may have reasons. Well, what are they? Talk about it. And then yeah. bottom line, line it up with the word of God. Absolutely. Yep. And I think it is important for parents to be aware of what those biases and prejudices are so that they're not inadvertently. Exactly passing it on to their kids without even realizing it. Let's get to know each other for who we are and, and take the best of who we are. I think getting to know each other personally, making sure that your kids have other influences in their lives. If you're a black family, make sure that you have some white families that you interact with. And if you're a white family, make sure that you have some black families that you have friends with so that it's normal I love the the school that my kids go to. We're in a very kind of suburban neighborhood, but their actual elementary school is one of the most diverse ones in the district. And I love it. One of my boys brought home their school picture the other year and I looked and I was like, oh, I love all the different faces and all the different ethnicities and backgrounds in their class. And I just want my boys to grow up having those interactions. I want that to feel normal for them. One of my kids asked me the other day, they're like, mommy, do some people really have white skin? Exactly. And I was like, well, not really? Um, not really. No, that's what they call our skin. And they're like, he's like, but look at my arm. That is tan. He's like, this is not. He's like holding it up next to a paper. I'm like, you're right, buddy. We are all just different shades of tan, you know, <laughs> some lighter tan, some darker tan, whatever. But anyway. Well, Sharon, I so much appreciate you taking the time to be with us and just talking about some of the sensitive issues and also all of your books and your wisdom in raising boys to be like Jesus. We are just really thankful that you are here with us. I'm going to link to your website in the show notes. Just tell us again what what the name of your website is, where people can find you. People can find me at authorizeme.net. Okay. Awesome. Authorizeme.net. And I will have a link to that in the show notes. And just a quick little plug for something that Sharon and I both had the privilege of taking part in. It's called the Tips from the Experts video series. And it was published very recently by Raising Christian Kids. And I'm going to be sending out a link to all of you guys. You can have a have a look at that. But Sharon and I both were able to participate. You can see videos of each of us doing a little, <laughs> um, a little talk on there, along with a lot of other... Yeah experts in the field of of Christian parenting. Any final words of encouragement from you, Sharon, before we go? Well, parents, and it's probably especially moms, right? Just enjoy those boys. Oh my goodness. It that that childhood goes by in a flash. 
Okay. Mm. So enjoy every single day. Take lots of pictures. Get all the hugs and everything. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Sharon. We really appreciate you being on the show with us today. Thank you so much. It was fun. Well, I hope you enjoyed my interview with Sharon Norris Elliott. You can find links to Sharon's books in the show notes for this episode. Just go to redeemingthechaos.com and click on episode 42. You can also find Sharon on her website, authorizeme.net. Real quick, Mama, before you go, I just wanted to tell you about a fun quiz that I created for you to help you get to know your son a little bit better. This quiz will help you understand his strengths and weaknesses and help you connect with his heart on a deeper level. If you would like to check out my new quiz, just go to lauriechristine.com slash quiz. You can also find the link in the show notes for this episode at redeemingthechaos.com. <laughs>